Hello, and welcome to the Eisner Amper podcast series. I'm your host, Alana Margulies Snyderman, and with me today is Louis D'Amato, partner and portfolio manager of Aston Capital Management, a Florida-based multifamily office, which also manages the Aston Fund, a multi-strategy fund of hedge funds that invests in a diversified basket of U.S. hedge fund managers. Today, Louis will share with us his background of how he got into investing, his outlook for the fund of hedge fund industry, including the greatest opportunities and challenges in the space, how he is inspiring more Latinos to foray into money management, and how his firm is embracing diversity, equity, inclusion, which have been top of mind for the alternative investments industry. Hi, Louis. Thanks for being with me today. Thanks for having me, Elena. Louis, tell us a little about your firm and how you got to where you are today. Well, uh, I was born in the Netherlands. Uh, my father was studying there. Uh, and then my family moved back to Brazil when I was just eight months old. So I started working in finance when I was uh, 19 years old only uh, as an intern while I still was in college in the company that I worked for 20 years. It's called Hedging Grifo. Uh, my first 14 years there, uh, I was trading Brazilian equities, mainly for U.S. institutions. Later, I moved to the asset management side of Hedging Grifo, initially trading equities as well, and later being responsible for investors' relations and business development. We sold the company to Credit Suisse uh, in 2007. Uh, it was a long process, in fact. It started in 2007 and only finished in 2011. So I was one of the many minor shareholders of the company, and I had to face a total of eight-year non-compete, which is pretty much the longest I've heard about it in the history. Uh, and which ended only in 2015. So when I left in 2012, uh, I was uh, just after we completed the sale because I, I had no interest in working for the bank with that having a stake in the business as I had for the previous 20 years. Uh, I, I moved to a, a, to a small family office in Brazil with two other former hedging with partners and, and stayed there until 2014. In 2014, finally, I moved to the U.S. to start my MBA at Kellogg, uh, which I completed in 2016. During my MBA and before my no-compete was over, I thought a lot about what to do next. One day, I was talking to my partner, Eduardo Brenner, which hired me in Hedge Grifo when I was 19 years old, about the future. Uh, we got to the conclusion that there was a lot of Brazilian high-net-work families without the proper assistance for their international portfolio basically relying on institutions with a ton of conflicts of interest. So during this conversation, Aston Capital was basically born. Uh, and we decided to create the company and to focus on wealth management for these families that were unattended in the U.S. Wow, Louis, very interesting background. So I wanted to ask you, as a fund of hedge fund manager, the industry has transformed a lot over the last several years with allocators having various outlooks on the space. I wanted you to share your outlook and where you see the greatest opportunities today. Yeah, well, uh, truth to be told, the fund of hedge fund industry is a tough business for many reasons, right? The multiple layers of fees uh, is a challenge for the for potential for uh, underperformers. Um, there's also a fierce, we, the fund of hedge fund industry also had first fierce competition from passive investment. It's worth to mention that the uh, uh, that this famous eight-year bet between Warren Buffett and Protégé Partners 
where Warren Buffett uh, ended uh, winning the, the bet of eight years, having a significant better returns in, in passive funds than, than the selection of project partners of hedge funds. Uh, in addition, we're trying to move away from long short equities and are searching for more opportunities in liquid investments in the Aston Fund. Not that I we don't like long short equity strategies. We still had a couple of, of high conviction managers, but there's a lot of competition out there. And as I mentioned before, it's hard to beat passive investment in the long run considering all fees. So in liquid investments, on the other hand, have proven to be a good source of alpha with very decent yields for uh, our wealth management clients' portfolio. And we decided to allocate part of Austin Fund's portfolio in these strategies as well. Lewis, you're really a role model and inspiration to Latinos being a money manager. And the fact that less than 1% of assets are managed by Hispanic-owned firms. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on what you're doing to motivate more Latinos to go into money management. Well, uh, there's no shortage of things that can be done to, to champion more Latinos to foreign to money management. And Miami is a great place to be uh, and to develop the, their career, right? There's a robust, net, robust network of premium established money managers and wealth managers that can serve as mentors to up-and-coming Latinos in the field. And I'm also proud to serve as a mentor for many of them. Great, Lewis. And on a similar topic, diversity, equity, inclusion has also been top of mind for the alternative investment industry the last year plus, and wanted to ask you what your firm is doing as a whole to embrace this. Uh, the, this is correct, Elena. DEI has been a, a top of mind for the alternative investment industry, and my firm is being proactive to make sure we are always um, one step ahead. Uh, we are always working to increase diversity uh, our, in our team, since we believe diversity is a key for innovation, right? As research has, has proven many, numerous times. Uh, as I previously mentioned, being Miami, we are proud to have diversity of a robust Latino investment management community here. The challenge, though, is to keep the diversity uh, and not to be a Latino exclusive firm. Uh, as we are in Miami and, and most of the of the talents that we find here have uh, Latino origins. And Lewis, I'd love for you to share with us your future plans for your firm. Well, uh, my plan, uh, our plan as Aston Capital is to continue to grow slowly and keep being nimble and agile while staying focused on providing the best service for a small number of clients. We don't uh, I don't foresee the company being a, a, a large uh, company with uh, a, a lot of employees and attending uh, several clients. We want to we still, you know, with small team, focus on a small group of large clients. And Lewis, are there any final thoughts you would like to share with us? Uh, yes, I think it's uh, some, some, something that should be considered is like investing is always evolving as uh, that famous cartoon, Who Moved My Cheese? Uh, we can see this in, for, for a lot of value investor managers that have a lot of success, so success during the 80s and the 90s. Market changed, uh, things evolved, and the way that we, we used to analyze companies in the 80s and the 90s, not necessarily are going to be successful again uh, this year. So there's always, uh, this is a challenge to be updated and to understand what the market's changing and and. and and what should we be done next to be a successful manager? Uh, 
low interest rates environment is very challenging as well. Uh, as you know, with uh, zero interest rates, everything goes up. Uh, and, and so we have to pay attention uh, and get ready for the next uh, next bubble that will burst because the zero zero rates are a very prone invest a prone environment to to creating uh, uh, more bubbles in the in the future. Lewis, I wanted to thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. Thanks for having me, Elena. And thank you for listening to the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerEmperor.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Emperor podcast when we get down to business.